Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Johnny Cleveland Podcast, all things Cleveland sports, with your host, John Suchan. Oh, there you go. Some technical difficulties. Hello, you have reached, that's right, the Johnny Cleveland podcast. How is everybody this evening on the Fanatical Elves Network, part of Fans First Sports Network? Yes, I'm currently watching like with, well, you might be watching, I'm not sure, uh, if you're not a uh, diehard New England Patriots or those Squealer fans. They're on Thursday Night Football. This uh, broadcast will be coming out later on Friday, but we are recording on Thursday night. That's right here. And uh, so we're in a second half here. We got the uh, New England Patriots. That's right. The two and 10 New England Patriots uh, taking a whipping on those squealers, which would be good news for the Cleveland Browns fans. If New England were to hold on to win this game, Pittsburgh has got the same record currently as the Brownies at seven and five. The Browns will be taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars come this Sunday, one o'clock down at Cleveland Browns Stadium. Anybody wants my season tickets for the game, uh, can't make the game uh, this Sunday, uh, reach out to me and uh, we'll uh, set something up. Um, great location, section 544, row three, if you'd uh, be interested. Um, weather, not sure about the weather, um, hearing different things. The weather, I live down here in Columbus, and it's a little different than what the weather's like in Cleveland <laughs> most days. Um, and they're calling for some rain and a lot of ugliness Saturday and then into Sunday. Temperatures falling, so it will be a little bit of a downer of a day weather-wise, which could have a bearing on what happens between these two teams. I think it plays in Cleveland's favor with poor weather. 
uh, conditions. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Sunshine, Mr. Sunshine, uh, rolled his ankle last week, but he was seen uh, working out today with Jacksonville. And probably you get the sense that it'll be Trevor Lawrence. Uh, my colleague Steve Gill here at the Fanatical Elves Network did point out that and uh, Johnny Football, I'm sorry, uh, Sunshine um, hasn't missed a game in 46 tries. So he'll probably be out there start of the game. Uh, would imagine that we'll see him. That will um, obviously make things a little bit more difficult for the Browns, even though he has um, been injured. Uh, the Browns have struggled on defense, right? You know, that Browns defense, man. I don't know. What do you think? You know, it seems to me like they've hit kind of a wall. Um, Miles Garrett is playing through a lot of probably pain in his shoulder, even though he looks like he's Superman, he hasn't produced diddly squat uh, the last couple of games and somewhat of a trend for miles, right? If you go back statistically and look at miles um, seasons, he, his trending usually has him get the sacks the first part of the year. And then he kind of tailors off. And I think he's stuck at 13 sacks this season with five games to go. It certainly looked like he was going to reach 30 sacks at one point this season, but he's um, quietly regressed. Obviously the kid gets double and triple teamed sometimes and gets harassed and it makes his job very difficult, but the entire defensive line uh, doesn't play very well. Jim Schwartz, the defensive coordinator for the, uh, Brownies had a press conference, and according to my colleague Steve that we were talking earlier, uh, Jim Schwartz did not really give a lot of props to his defensive line, who has been not very good. Dalvin Tomlinson, Shelby Harris, uh, Zazarius Smith have all sort of puttered out. And then you got a secondary that is going to get Denzel Ward back. Hopefully that'll be a good sign. Greg Newsom, I'm telling you, this kid, all he does is talk. I mean, all he does is talk, and then he goes around and interviews his teammates in the locker room, and he's he's probably a big ham in person. I'm sure he's a nice kid. He's kid, you know, he's from Northwestern. He he uh, he talks a lot, <laughs> so I'm sure I could strike up a nice conversation with the young man, and we'd be best of friends. But when it comes to playing football, um, he just seems bewildered sometimes. And you know, there's other players too. You know, we've we've uh, talked a lot about. Um, Oh, who is it? Martin Emerson? You know the rise and the rise of Martin Emerson. Is he falling a little bit? Is it is things are things starting to get to him a little bit? We don't hear much about Martin Emerson. There was a, a brief period where everybody was like, "Oh my God, Martin Emerson! Oh my God, Martin Emerson!" Well, that's sort of puckered out, uh, and uh, so we'll see what happens. Uh, that part of the the Browns uh, defense really is going to have to step up. I mean, they have been making mistakes early in games they they got down um well i'm trying to think you know with the rams game it really was they didn't get down too badly um actually they got the lead and um it was it was late later in the game but that was where you know we had those moments where um they could have made stops i think my colleague uh, zach uh, from cleveland sports talk pointed out there was a moment in the third quarter where the Rams were driving. They had gotten the ball. They drove down to like the 30 or 30 yard line. And then they got a couple fouls called on them that which set set them back. And they faced like a second and 20 or 25. 
And the very next play, they completed a, a pass for 25 or 30 yards down to the Cleveland Browns 10 yard line. And it really was that kind of moment where the Browns defense, if they're going to be this rock solid team, they've got to be able to produce in those moments. They've got to step up and they're not. And I don't know if the moment's too big for them again, or they're just, um, you know, we know, look, they're out there. They're, 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 they're probably tired. They're, you know, maybe the, you know, Brown's offense wasn't exactly, um, blowing it up out there with uh, great drives. It was back and forth and there was a lot of time the Browns defense was on the field. But again, they're just not doing enough and uh, we'll see what happens against a very good Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence team. That is, that's right. Five and O five and O on away games. So we'll talk more about this game. We're going to break here. This is the Fanatical Elves Network, and this is the Johnny Cleveland Podcast. We're back. We are back here on the Johnny Cleveland Podcast, and uh, I'm your host, John Suchan. Always enjoy uh, visiting with all of you. Uh, This venture that we started with the Johnny Cleveland Podcast started at the beginning of that horrible time in our Society with a little bit of music playing. That's it. Because on my mic, um, yeah, you know, we started this venture out, and uh, you know, it's about a year ago. I got contacted by the fan or the Fans First Sports Network and the group out of uh, Pittsburgh um, that cover the Steelers, and uh, they do a great job in Fans First. Jeff Hartman, some of the other guys, Brian Davis, of um, producing great, great content, not only for their own network there in Pittsburgh, but they help with affiliates all over the country, including in San Francisco and other places. So um, just, you know, this this whole Fanatical Elves network has really grown um, because of people like them. And uh, we're, we're very excited to be part of that. Uh, myself, Steve Gill, who does the Dog Pound South podcast, Elliot Cannell, who does his uh, a lot his Oracle Speaks shows? We've got uh, again the left guard Joel Cade, who's doing his "What the Elf Was That." Uh, we got the youngster Sam down in Texas doing the Browns breakdowns, and finally we got Rod Bloom. That's right, Rod Bloom out there in Dayton, Ohio, who does a great show with his brother Jeff. They do the Browns Blitz, bringing it to you every week, and so. Uh, We've got a great group of contributors. These guys, not only are they are we great, just for the, we're the greatest podcasters of all time. We're also great writers. And uh, check us out. I know Steve does his Dog Pound South uh, writing. He also writes for Cleveland Sports Talk. I do my own writing for a little bit for Cleveland Sports Talk. Not, not as much as I have in the past, but I also write for Northeast Ohio Sports Insiders. Natalie Turk does a great job up there keeping that group going and strong and... Uh, bringing a lot of high school content, which is awesome. Um, I also write for King James Gospel, uh, which covers the Cleveland Cavaliers on fan side. Joel Cade still continues to do some writing, and Elliot continues to do writing for um, a couple different spots, little blogs, including Fans First Sports. Rod Bloom, man, he's doing everything. He's writing books. He's writing uh, magazines. Um, the, the guy's a writer. He's a great writer, so check him out. Um, again, so the Brownies... Uh, Got this big game against the 
Jacksonville Jaguars. And um, it's going to come down to a lot of a few things. I think, like we mentioned before the break, they got to play good D. They got to play good D. And um, with that, if they do, and in all likelihood, the Browns are going to benefit from poor weather conditions and a good crowd at the stadium. By the way, um, their seat's going for like 10 bucks in the upper deck right now. If you check it out, like on the different uh, ticketing services that are reselling some of these tickets, they're going for as low as 10 bucks in the upper deck. So if you really want to go to this Browns game, you really want to buy my tickets first. But then if you're still needing some tickets, you can go go on to a, one of these uh, sites and buy some of those. Um, so we'll see. The offense for the Brownies are going to be led by Joe Flacco. And I think we all got enamored a little bit with Joe after he led the team on a couple of nice drives in the first half of that game last week against the Rams. And uh, we certainly thought that maybe, um, uh-oh, bad news for the uh, New England Patriots. They just picked off uh, Bailey Zappi of New England, and now they are uh, in definite uh, position to score a touchdown here down 21 to 10. Not a good uh, moment for New England. Uh, glad it's not the Brownies playing out there tonight. Man, I tell you, playing in Pittsburgh is just tough, man. They're just, you know, we don't we don't like their fans. We we like their city. I mean, I like their city. I gotta gotta give it up to you know. I know you Browns fans are diehards and all that, but if you, they, it is a really cool spot and there's a lot of things to do there. Um, they are ending me when it comes to football, but hey, they got a baseball team. Roberto Clemente. Great baseball player for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Always got to give him a shout out. Pittsburgh Pirate baseball fans are going to know a few of you out there. Um, you're a faithful and diehard group like, like our Cleveland Indians. So um, Joe Flacco is going to have to produce. He had 250 some yards in the game the other night and uh, did a lot of good things. The one boneheaded mistake he made was he tried to go deep and we all know what happened. He got picked off and that really killed any Browns momentum. The Browns really had a lot of momentum in that game. So look for him to not make those mistakes. I look for Kevin Stefanski to continue to call a, a sharp game. It is interesting. Um, if you, uh, I did a poll this week about, you know, who do you trust more? Kevin Stefanski or Jim Schwartz? Who do you think won? About 300 of you voted. So that's a pretty good sample size. Jim Schwartz won handily, 67% to 33%. More people trust Jim Schwartz. Yikes for Kevin Stefanski. Good old Steady Eddie. I think it just comes with the territory. Comes with being the head coach. Um, You know, I, I trust Kevin. You know, the more that he continues to be the head coach, and yes, we're going to continue to second-guess some of these play calls, but I, I I haven't seen anything this year that, I mean, I've seen a lot of better things from him. I'm not seeing him risk uh, as many opportunities as maybe he had in the past. He's using his kicking game. He's using all parts of his football team in pretty solid ways. And, uh, you know, Jim Schwartz, he's the defensive coordinator. Some people are speculating Will uh, Stefanski be there, or will he be, um, or will he be gone, or or one of them be gone? They can't keep both. Well, I don't think so. I think they will definitely be keeping both. Why would Jim Schwartz want to become a head coach again? You know, like Steve pointed out on the other show that you know he quit football because for his health, and why would he want to take on that lead role as a, as a head coach? I think he's in a position with the Brownies. 
that he's having some good success. And I think people are seeing that. And I think he can continue to build this defense into something even better as we finish this year and go into next. So I look for him to stay. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, big game again. Sunday we'll be bringing you pregame, postgame uh, shows. Hopefully our postgame shows will be victory shows. Uh, until then, everybody have a great rest of your evening, as I always like to finish the show on the Johnny Cleveland Podcast by reminding you too. that's right, keep smiling. Take care, everybody. Go Browns.